Are you tired of conflict, drama, fighting, and people problems? Are you ready to learn the simple skills to improve all your relationships and make them thrive? Well, it's easier than you think. Relationship Radio brings you practical advice to be your best and improve your life. We break down the complicated problems and make them simple and easy. And when you know better, you can do better. Here are Master Life Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles. Welcome to Relationship Radio, where we make healthy relationships simple and easy. Because once you know better, you can do better. I'm Nicole Cunningham. And I'm Kim Giles. We're excited to be with you today. This is going to be a fun show. This is super fun because today we're talking about how to create your own happy ever after because it's actually up to us, Kim, to find that happiness and fulfillment that we want. But you know what? Life throws us some curveballs and not all of us are good at making lemonade. That's true. Uh, you know, we're we're going to talk about how to create your own happily ever after, but we're also really talking about doing it whether you're in a relationship or out of a relationship and if you're in a relationship making it a healthy good one that's realistic and and you were saying earlier this morning something about the Disney delusion yes yeah, so get into that I have to confess there is no biz, bigger Disney junkie than me right we all no. know everybody in my life I'll thank you yes the Disney music is there. My favorite vacation spot is Disneyland. I'm not ashamed to say that, okay? And and it's all about what that gives you. There's something beautiful about that magical, mystical thing, right? But it doesn't mean... Fairy tale ending. Yeah, and happy ever afters and, and princes. But you know what? It's not actually real. It's a Disney delusion. And I have to tell you, I think it sets a lot of us up. So this, this show is for singles. It's for married people. It's for widows. It's for everybody, no matter where it is that you are in your intimate relationships. Are you investing in a Disney delusion? And I think it's not just Disney. I I think it's also in all kinds of movies and books. And I hear from a lot of people that they love romance movies. I have to admit, over the Christmas holiday, there's a lot of romantic Christmas movies on Lifetime and Hallmark Channel. This is my second Christmas here in the States. And the Hallmark movies is not an Australian thing. Really? Right. And so But have you been hearing from a lot of people that they're watching them? Yeah. And I I watched a few myself and I have to tell you, you get sucked in and you want to believe that all of those things are possible and that, you know, someone can come into your life and it can be so synchronistic and oh, we all want it, don't we? And it's practically love at first sight and they're perfect for you and there's no problems. It's just no compromises needed because it's just perfect, right? Yeah. And, you know, on top of the movies, I also think romance novels are a big issue. A lot of people love those romance novels and all of this stuff sets us up for disappointment in the real world and what happiness requires of us, what it takes to be happy and what a real relationship would actually be like. Don't you think? Completely. Because there's no knights in shining armor that come and rescue us. It's actually up to ourselves. There isn't. No, there isn't. No one's going to come and just make me happy. No, no. So the happiness and the fulfillment that we're all craving, the buck stops with us, right? So we've got to make a decision. Now, I love going to Disneyland, but 
I can see it for what it is. I can see the clarity, right? I see it with clarity. I listen to the music and I see the stories and I love indulging in that because it's this beautiful escapism. But when I start comparing or implying any of those expectations onto my life and onto my relationships, I'm sabotaging the relationship and I'm sabotaging myself. Okay, Nicole, I think the the most damaging part of that is that we all have a tendency to think someone is going to come along and make us happy. And almost every couple that comes to us for coaching, they both say, well, she's not making me happy. Well, he's not making me happy. I'm not happy in this relationship, and it's because of them. And there's a lot of that finger pointing. And I just want to pull my hair out because we cannot make someone else responsible for our happiness. It's impossible for them to make you happy. Your happiness is not in their control. It's something that comes from inside of you. And if we make them responsible for it, we're setting them up to fail. They're not going to be able to do it because it's literally impossible. And then we're going to blame them when we're not happy. So how fair is that? We make it's, them it's responsible and then blame them when they can't do it. So this is, becomes a really important issue about having those foundations in those relationships to make them healthy. Now, if you're not healthy and whole and fulfilled in yourself, you shouldn't be trying to get into a relationship. Right. If you're not in a position where you are happy and content with what you have and where you're going and your why and and all of the things that, that make up your fulfillment, now's not the time to get back into dating or start dating because you're going to start looking for someone else to fill that bucket up. And if we set up those terms and those false expectations, because it's not real, right? And it, it's actually a very delicate, dangerous foundation to build a new relationship. It's only a matter of time before they're going to be sitting in an office like ours saying, you know what, that person didn't live up to my expectations or that person didn't do what I thought they would do. Now, Nicole, I also want to talk to our listeners that are already in a relationship with someone. And I, I hope that you'll take a step back and really look at this today. Are you making this significant other person responsible for your happiness. And please, 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 please get out of our show today that you've got to own that that is your job. It is not their job. You can't say it's their fault. You're not happy. You've got to own it yourself. And today we're going to give you some ideas on how to own that and how to make yourself more happy so you can have healthier relationships. And I think one of the the key parts of owning your own happiness is learning to be emotionally resilient. What do you think? So emotional resilience is a really big word in our life, isn't it, Kim? Because we work with couples. We do so much in the parenting space and so many keynote speeches really around emotional resilience. And why is it important? Because we have to have a ability to learn from the lessons and the hardships that actually show up for us. That's what emotional resilience is. It's not about being stoic. It's not about strength. It's not about courage. It's about in all of the face of the lessons and the learnings that are showing up for me right now, I actually have the ability to participate in that in a healthy way. Okay, so you're really talking about when all the hard stuff in life hits us, right? Because it's going to. Life is not going to be a fairy tale. There's going to be hard, stressful sometimes really horrible things that happen to us. And if you aren't emotionally resilient, you can't handle that. And it throws you into an unbalanced state where your worst behavior then comes out and that terribly affects your relationships. So let's unpack for a minute the few sabotaging things that we hold on to that actually stop us from being emotionally resilient. Now, the first one is perfectionism. 
right? If you live in that delusion of Disney, that perfect happy ever after, those unrealistic expectations for others and for yourself, you're not going to be in a position where you can be emotionally resilient because what you're reaching for is unsustainable. Right. So part of being emotionally resilient is having realistic expectations. How does somebody know if their expectation is realistic or not? Well, I want to quote Dr. Phil, is it working for you? Right. <laughs> so is is what you're doing working? Because the suffering in your life is the barometer of whether it's working or not. Okay. If you're suffering, chances are it's not working. Right. And you need to adapt. You need to try something different. So, I mean, we're human behavior experts, Kim, but what we really do is we help people manage their behavior. And if you're suffering, if you're in that unbalanced column in our 12 shape relationship system, you know that something isn't working. You know there's some growth and some work to be done. So, therefore, you've got to ask yourself, what am I expecting from myself and from others to have myself constantly landing in this place of imbalance? Okay. So, the other part of emotional resiliency for me comes from my very favorite Buddha quote, that it's our resistance to what is that causes our suffering. That has been a life-changing thing for me to recognize when these horrible things happen in life, if I'm resisting them, I'm suffering. I'm I'm bothered. I'm dissatisfied. I'm disappointed. I'm upset. And, and obviously in that state, I'm not very happy. The opposite of resisting what is, is kind of accepting what is and seeing that it might be here to teach me something because life is a classroom, looking for the lesson in it and and being able to ride through it in a peaceful state instead of a suffering state. Yeah, that all sounds great, Kim, and I'd love to live there most of the time. <laughs> Let's it's talk, hard. It's hard. Let's talk about how we actually achieve that. And the big thing is, is to know ourselves. And this is really where the 12 shape relationship system has come in. So many people that we've shared this with um, over the last few years of us working together have just gone, goodness me, it's, it's now I understand myself on a whole new level. So if you are not familiar with what it is that we do and what we're referring to, you want to go to 12shapes.com or you can actually text 12 shapes to 801-666-2932 and get access to our free assessment. Now, this there's 12 different types of people in the world. And when you know yourself, I love that, know thyself, right? When you know yourself on an intimate level, you can actually have a barometer around your own suffering. You know what that suffering feels like. Because so many of us who are in this personal development, probably a lot of our listeners who listen to us every week here um, on the radio are invested in personal development. They're stuck in some part of their life and they're needing a way forward. So really the magic of it, once you understand your shape, is you will see clearly what your unbalanced balanced state looks like and what your balanced state looks like and and in uh, knowing how your bad behavior is how you show up that way is the first step to owning it and then being able to change it and and being in a place where you can be in trust with the universe with whatever it's dished out this week and and actually find a place a peace to ride through it and so that emotional resilience is actually about moving out of that unbalanced into that balance, that, that entire process. And one of the other ways we can do that is not just about being responsible with our own happiness, but also finding some peace in what is showing up, right? Understanding that that classroom, that lessons that, that we were talking about. The other one is to actually be in the moment, right? If I'm anticipating the future with fear or I'm regretting the past or holding on to the past, I'm actually not in a powerful position, Kim. 
Yeah, I really believe most of our suffering and our stress and our happiness is either worrying about something that might happen in the future or regretting and feeling shame and stuff about things that happened in the past. Most of the time in this moment, you're okay. You really are okay right here. And if you focus on the present moment, it is easier to choose to be happy in this moment because this is the only moment you have any control over where you can make that choice. I love that. Be in the moment and and that's where the power is. It is. Hey, we have to take a break, but stay with us. After the break, we're going to talk about how to build a life that you don't need a vacation from. And be really responsible for your own happiness. And creating your own happy ever after because it's the job of you, not the job of Disney. (laughs) We'll be back after the break. Stay with us. You're with Relationship Radio. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book, called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call NowCFO at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back, everybody. You're here with Nicole and Kim, and today we're talking about how to have healthier 
more realistic relationships and getting out of the the Disney delusion. Before we get back into the topic, though, Nicole, I've got to do a quick shout out to our sponsor, Now CFO. We are so appreciative of their sponsoring Relationship Radio, but they also are our, our accountants. And we've been so impressed with how they come in and take care of all of our accounting needs. And we only have to pay for the hours that they spend working with us. It's a great deal. Our financial delusion. They actually really did. (laughs) They did. So if you have a business, big or small, and you need some accounting help, we recommend you go to nowcfo.com and check them out. We had fun in the break. We were just talking to our um, producer about these Disney movies and what's our favorite. And, uh, you know, the, the real unrealistic storylines. And Kim, you were telling us about one that's not Disney, but the one that you love the most. Yeah, my favorite fairy tale type movie is called Ever After. And in it's a Cinderella story, but in the end, Cinderella saves herself. She gets tough enough that she beats the guy that had her captured and with a sword and she she escapes and she's walking out of the castle and the prince rides up on his horse and she goes, why are you here? He said, well, I came to rescue you. Well, she'd already taken care of it herself. So she didn't need the prince, but she wanted him. And I think that is so much more healthy that she wanted him, you know, and and all of our relationships, we should want someone in our life. We shouldn't need them to fill this hole of what we're missing because we haven't figured out ourselves yet. So this is this is the whole emotional resiliency piece, is what pieces do you need to piece together for yourself? What growth, what learnings, what lessons, what strength, what courage do you need to be whole yourself before you actually start going out and placing all that expectation onto others? And so this Disney delusion is really an unhealthy perspective on relationships, right? It's an unhealthy idea that you would need somebody to rescue you. We're whole and we we can be con- content and happy and fulfilled, but it does take a bit of work, Kim. And I want to talk for a minute about creating that own happy ever after for yourself, that life that you don't need a vacation from, that life where you can be single and independent and strong and completely in a place of um, empowerment, right? How do we achieve that? You know, Nicole, so we're going to talk about this in terms of if you're single, but I also want to mention for people that are married or in a relationship, we have found in our coaching, it's really healthy for us to ask our clients to imagine that their spouse just died. I know that sounds terrible, but just imagine for a moment, if your spouse died and you were now on your own, How would you live differently than how you've been living? What would you do with the time that you now have? What kind of goals would you set? How, How would you live? And it's interesting how they suddenly make a list of all these things that would make them feel individually fulfilled, but they're not doing those when they're with someone. And those are the very things you should be doing now. You've got to create a life that you're fulfilled in even with this other person. So this is part of the Disney delusion is that I'm going to give up myself and that person's going to give up themselves and we're going to become an us. And that us is magical and fulfilling and infinite. And oh, oh, and oh, you'll right. fill me up and I'll fill you and up. It's just going to be amazing, right? right? And this is, this is the core of the delusion is that none of us can experience a healthy us and a we and an hour without being fulfilled themselves. 
right? So this is about taking inventory. What is it that I need to be happy? Well, you know that I need a lot of exercise, right? We know that as arrows. We like our downtime. I love to spend time with friends. I love enjoying good things like sushi and and Thai food. And you love reading and massages. What are the the non-negotiables you have for yourself around your own fulfillment? And this is self-care, but this is also about creating yourself to be your best so you can contribute to a healthy us and we and our. And if you had the freedom to really do whatever your heart desires to do, what would be what would that look like? You know, a couple months ago, you asked me if I was completely free and I had all the money I needed in the bank, how I would live different. And that was a profound moment for me to think about the changes that I would make. And the biggest one was that I would spend more time taking care of my health than I do now. And it's ridiculous that we're waiting for this future time to do that instead of creating that life right now. A lot of us find ourselves in codependent relationships as well, and we don't even realize the imbalance that's there. But we do feel the symptoms of that, which is, gosh, I'm responsible for that person's happiness. And maybe you're making those constant compromises, placing yourself last. And And you probably are doing that because you need them to be happy and happy with you to feel safe. So we want you to recognize that that's a very fear-based way to live, that I've got to make this other person happy so I feel safe. It's not going to ever bring a healthy relationship. You've got to make yourself happy first and make sure you have a good balance there. Nicole, let's run through a bunch of tips. I, I love us to give really practical, useful ideas to our listeners about things they can do to create that happy, fulfilling life themselves. Okay, so we actually sat down and we've knocked out 12 things that you can do to create your own happy ever after. Now, the first one is think positive and stay optimistic. That's not always an easy feat. So one of the ways that I do that is I listen to a lot of positive podcasts. I meditate every day. I have sticky notes all over my life, right, in my car, in my bathroom, in my wallet, you know, what is it that I'm focusing on? How am I going to just little quotes or little things that, that Kim, you shared with me, things that are going to be a constant reminder and an anchor point that things are around me to remind me to stay positive, stay optimistic. Okay. And a big part of that is number two, to think with an open mind without limitations. So get out of your vocabulary. Well, that'll never happen, or I can't do that, or I'll never have that. Any of that kind of thing is negative thinking that keeps you stuck where you are. One of the great ways to to open up that box that you live in and expand your limitations is to start saying yes instead of no. You'll be amazed at the opportunities and the people that come in when you say yes. Yeah, I love it. Number three, stay busy and active. Don't sit home and do nothing. Get out there. Find things, hobbies, things you love to do and and get out of your house. Yeah, and people who love to do those things too. Right? Meet new people, connect and and make new friends. The next one is find a life purpose. What is it that you want to make an impact or legacy? Who do you want to um, pour your energy and your insights into? Who are you going to invest and show up for and serve? It's not all about us, Kim. Life purpose is about fulfilling the needs of others. Oh, and anytime we show up in service, we like who we are, and that's very fulfilling. Okay, number five. Keep learning, growing, and having new experiences. And we always recommend to our coaching clients, they start a bucket list. But we do it a little bit different. We don't want 10 things on your bucket list. We want 150 things. And it's hard to come up with 150 places you want to go, things you want to learn, 
things you want to try. But if you've got 150 things on your list, you can't wait to get started. You've got to get started now because yeah, there's be so much to do. So this is, it's New Year's Eve in a few days. Uh, now's a good time to sit down and make that bucket list for the year ahead. Yeah, we're, we've actually been talking that we're going to do a, a bucket list and a dream board for, for the beginning of the year. Recommend everybody does that. Okay, number six is a huge one to me. Forgive. Forgive yourself. Forgive other people. If you're holding on to any angst or guilt or shame or anger, let it go. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve them. It doesn't serve the story that you're still living in because of it. Choose yourself and let it go. And I have to tell you, I I had an experience in my past when I was really, really angry with someone and I was suffering so much with that anger. The minute that I decided to let them be an innocent, struggling student in the classroom of life who's doing the best they can, but they got a lot more to learn and I truly decided to forgive them all my pain went away and I was so much happier and I promise you if you'll let it go you'll be happier the next one's a funny one get a pet um studies have consistently shown that it's healthy and it reduces depression and loneliness and codependence when we have a pet right so we are you guys just got a pet yeah, we, we got a little meanie we got a cat for uh for christmas this year and it's just changed the energy in the house it's a nice thing so as long as you know where it is yeah we lost it, <laughs> i came over on christmas eve and they said the cat ran away we lost the cat it was asleep in the wardrobe just I, told it would, it would be. still so, in the house good yeah. hey we've got to take a break so let's let's run through these last ones laugh often and have fun find a good comedian you like on youtube and listen to it and laugh keep being social so invest in friendships make sure that you're making room in your life for new people Make your health a priority, eat healthier, exercise, get the sleep that you need. Those basic things make a huge difference in your happiness. As a matter of fact, I think that's the first thing you've got to make sure that you've got if you want to be happier is taking care of your physical body. Wouldn't you agree? It's huge. It's so overlooked and it's underspoken about, I think, in that if we don't have those basics, those fundamentals, we can't invest into ourselves. We can't invest into the people that we like, that we love, and and we can't do what we want to do. So I also want to throw the shapes in here because there's some shapes that have to have exercise to be mentally healthy and arrows like you and I are one of them. Yep, diamonds are others. Diamonds. Right, And then there's others that are really quite sluggish and struggle to put themselves first and actually do the exercise, like hearts and squares and rectangles. So if that's you and you know that this is, doesn't come easily to you and the new year's ahead, make that a, pl- a priority for yourself. Start there. Okay, our last one, number 12, is to get a mindset that life is a classroom and that the universe is a wise teacher that knows what it's doing. And every experience it brings your way is in your life to serve you and help you. It's not here to crush you and drive you crazy. It's actually always for, has your benefit in mind. And the more you choose that mindset to believe that the universe is working for you, that everything that happens is for you, not to you, that's huge. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing our coaching clients get out of everything we do is that when I get into trust with the universe, I suffer so much less. I want you to go into a bit of detail after the break as to how do we actually achieve that? Because that sounds great and idealistic and I want to live there most of the time, but I don't know how. So stay with us here on Relationship Radio. We're going to get into that after the break. 
Elevate your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my teen to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call nowcfo at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. Welcome back. You're with Nicole and Kim here on Relationship Radio. Thank you for joining us today. We have absolutely loved sharing with you today. And if you are new to the show and you're not familiar with what it is that we do and and the why behind Relationship Radio, we have developed the 12 Shape Relationship System. So you can find all the information at 12shapes.com. There's actually 12 different types of people in the world. And when you know better, you can do better. So when you understand yourself and the people that you're in relationship with, then everything can become to uh, more harmonious, it can be more balanced, and you can change. So if you haven't taken the relationship survey yet, make sure you jump onto 12shapes.com. Or you can actually text 12 shapes to 801-666-2932. All right. Well, we want to jump back in to our topic today, how to create healthier relationships. And it begins with creating a healthier, happier you. Because what we are good in relationships when we're happy, when we're not happy, our bad behavior starts coming out and our relationships suffer. So before the break, we talked a little bit about 
the idea of choosing a mindset that life is a classroom that's actually on our side. And the reason this is such a big issue, Nicole, is that most of us have subconsciously adopted a belief that we don't even know we've adopted. And it's a belief that the world, the universe is actually against us and that we're in danger, that it's an unsafe place. And, and basically, that means everybody in our life is sort of a threat because they, they can make choices that take from us, that ruin our day, that ruin our life. And, and really, we feel in fear and unsafe in the world every minute of every day. And as long as we live that way, we're not going to be very happy. Now, the behavioral symptoms of that is that we create walls and distance between ourselves and other people we're defensive we're often really irritable right we're just waiting for we get offended we do we feel mistreatment and and we're not in our best behavior when we live in that place of fear okay so we don't want to live there what's our other option our other option is that we choose to believe that there's order in the universe that things actually do happen for a reason and that there's purpose in it. And and we believe that life is a classroom. And, and I've got this from working with people from every religion, culture, and country. Between the two of us, I'm sure we've covered the entire globe. And we've asked all of them, what do you feel like the purpose and point of being on the planet is? And it's been interesting that the one consistent thing we hear from everybody, regardless of their beliefs, is that I think I'm here to learn and grow. So I really believe life is a classroom. There's something hardwired in us that tells us that we're here to develop and try to become better. Now, sometimes when life is sticky, because it is, relationships can be complicated. It can be messy. People can get stuck, Kim, and they get stuck in feelings of despondency and overwhelm and stress. And that's often when people forget that there is perfect order around them because they can sometimes slip into that victim mindset. This happened to me and now I've got to get myself out of it and it shouldn't have happened to begin with. And it's in those moments that I like to remind myself of nature, right? Go and drive through the canyon. I love the canyons here in Utah and this time of year with all the snow. And I start to think about what it takes to create the order that we just take for granted in nature. I look at photosynthesis, right? I look at the cells within my body and how my heart beats and I don't even have to remind it to beat, right? It's actually pretty miraculous, isn't it? And when I focus on those things, I remind myself to see the beauty and the perfect order that's within my, my own chemistry in my body when it's in nature around me. I realize, and I don't have to have a spiritual belief necessarily to, to attach to myself and understand this, but there is order, right? You look at things and how ecosystems work in nature. There is one thing that leads to another that leads to another. It's almost like this invisible thread that I like to talk about, that we live our lives with this synchronicity, right? So there must be some safety in that, Kim. And at the end of the day, we we can't prove that your life has meaning and purpose, that everything in it happens for a reason, but we also can't prove it's not. So that kind of leaves us in a place, Nicole, where we have to choose a mindset. And you you have to choose. If you don't consciously make the choice, your subconscious is going to choose for you. And chances are that it's going to choose to see the universe as a dangerous place where you're at risk so that you'll be in fear every minute of every day. Or you can consciously choose to believe the universe knows what it's doing and that it's 
for me, not against me. And that even though all of this crappy stuff has happened and my life looks like a disaster and I'm depressed and discouraged, I'm here for a reason. There's a lesson in this. It's not just that you weren't good enough. It's because there's learning from being in this place. And as soon as you take your own value out of it and know that you have the same value no matter what, but this is here to serve you, learn something from it and move past it, it's a life changer. Now, you said before that you have to choose a mindset, otherwise your subconscious will choose for you. And I just want to link that for our listeners, that that affects your behavior. If you're not choosing good behavior because you're seeing life as full of, you know, trust and growth and love and opportunity and and learning, you will choose that victim mindset, that unbalanced behavior, and your relationship behavior will suffer as a result of that. Right. So we know that if if I walk into a room and I set the conscious intention to have be the glass half full and be the love in the room, my behavior follows that. But if I don't choose and the subconscious goes, gosh, I don't want to be here. And there's so many other things that I'd prefer to be doing. My behavior is affected. And so all of us hold this responsibility, particularly, you know, when we're talking about the happily ever after that we're creating for ourselves, we all hold that responsibility for ourselves and for the 50% we play in every relationship, whether it's a love-based relationship, it's a co-worker, it's with our children, it's with our friends, our neighbors, to actually take responsibility for that 50% and not allow that default subconscious to lead us down that path of bad behavior. Now, Nicole, we like to give our listeners really practical things they can do there's a great exercise that we can do to start seeing our life as not why is this happening to me, but why is this happening for me to change our perspective that way? And I actually did it myself in the last week. You know, I've been going through some pretty rough times and I sat down with a pen and pencil and I asked myself, can you come up with 10 positives that could come from going through this really difficult experience? What could this do for you? And I have to tell you, I came up with a huge list of ways that I could become stronger, wiser, better, more loving because of this hard situation I'm going through. And there's real power in actually putting that on paper. Sit down, write it out, every positive that you can think of that might come from this hard situation that you're in and and you can't believe how it will help you to see the universe as for you and make you feel safer in the world. It also helps you to get to a place of forgiveness of yourself and others when you get that on paper. So there's, there's a lot of stuff on Facebook now are coming to the end of the year, which is, oh, I'm so sick of 2017. Let's kick that one in the teeth and turn over a new leaf in 2018. This is a good time for us to say, okay, 2017 was a, an interesting year for me, but what did I learn? In what way did all of the things that I went through happen for me? That might be a really nice way to adjust our perspective. I don't feel like it's healthy putting all of these things on social media saying, oh, 2017 was a terrible year and let's wait for the new year. Because guess what? The sun rises every day, right? My birthday's on the 31st of December. I could totally be in the Disney delusion of that right? About, oh, it's going to wake up in the 1st of January. Everything's going to change because it's a different year. There's a different digit at the end of those four numbers. That's another Disney delusion, Kim. We hold that power in every single moment in that relationship that you're in meditation and prayer about going, goodness me, do I stay or do I go? Or, you know, it's painful for me. Or how do I create a solution to that problem? It's so complicated. We 
we have a lot of listeners who email us every week to say, I can't believe things are going to change. Well, you know what? Everything can change through you adjusting this mindset, which is what we've been talking about. So another mindset adjustment that we recommend to all our clients is to sit down with a piece of paper and write down all the things in your life you wish you didn't have that are wrong with your life. And and then write down all the things you wish you had in your life that you don't have. And we're basically taking an accounting of, of all of our suffering the, the things we wish we didn't have and the things we wish we had. And then I want you to make a list of all the things you're grateful you don't have and all the things you're grateful you do have. And I guarantee that list is going to be a lot longer than the list of the things you don't have. But what we want you to get from this is the accurate nature of life. Don't pay attention to what you see on TV and in the movies, this Disney version of, of what life is supposed to look like. A real realistic snapshot of life is there's going to be problems and things you wish you didn't have, and there's going to be tons of things to be grateful for. And and only when we look at both of them are we seeing the nature of life accurately. It's always going to look that way. But when we embrace the reality and then choose to focus on what we're grateful for, that's a game changer. Because in reality, nothing is life is never going to be perfect. It's never going to have everything we want. But it will always have some things to be grateful for. And if we focus on those, we're a lot happier. Gratitude's a big one. Um, you know, a lot of us don't actively practice it, Kim. We know we should. Right. What are some of your tips to actually live consciously with gratitude? Well, I I know people talk all the time about the gratitude journal. I think it's powerful just because you're putting a system in place with it. Right. You're you're making it a daily part of your life to sit down and write some things you're grateful for. And and if you could do it on your phone, send yourself a text message at the end of every day with what you're grateful for. Any system like that is going to help you make sure that it happens. One of the ways that I've been more accountable to it in my own life has been through making it a conscious parenting choice because sometimes it's easier for me to invest these good things in my children than remind myself. So uh, whether it's in the bath at night or whether it's that they're eating dinner or I'm putting them to bed, I'll just say, okay, girls, three things you're grateful for. And my children are nine and six. We've been doing it for you know nine years now. Um, and they're really good at keeping me accountable. And they'll go, hang on, we, have, we can't go to sleep yet. We haven't done you know three things we're grateful for. Oh, I think that's a great idea. So, Nicole, I, you know, we, we advertised today's show about how to have healthy relationships. And we've spent most of the show talking about how to be personally responsible for your own happiness. And so I just want to make sure our listeners understand that we believe the single greatest thing you can do to have healthier relationships is to work on your own self-esteem and your own happiness and fulfillment in life because it's unhappy, unfulfilled people that behave badly in their relationships. We've got to take another break, Kim, but let's get into more of those how-tos after um, after this break. <laughs> It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Why does my marriage have to be so hard? How do I get my team to communicate without drama? Why is my boss such a jerk? 
Why is my mother-in-law so controlling? If you want the answers to these questions and many more, you must read the new book called The People's Guidebook for Great Relationships. It's a small book and a quick read, but packed with the information you've always needed to understand and get along with all the people in your life. Master Life Coaches Nicole and Kim show you how to resolve conflicts and what language to use with each of your children to build more meaningful connections. In this new book, they reveal their life-changing 12 Shapes People Science and teach you about yourself and other people on a level that changes everything. Get your copy of the People Guidebook for Great Relationships at 12shapes.com. Again, the number 12shapes.com. Most companies have an existing accounting and finance department which are very capable of handling their day-to-day workload. However, all companies have extra or lingering projects from time to time. Now CFO provides extra professionals as an extension of your current team for those times. We help push accounting and finance projects across the finish line. We can also backfill full-time finance and accounting positions on an interim basis. Now CFO is a fully scalable outsourced solution. Throttle our hours up or down depending on your needs. Now CFO consultants work under your guidance at your location so you can oversee the hours we put in. We are engaged to deliver a solution. Visit nowcfo.com to learn more or call now CFO at 1-855-669-2361 to schedule a free consultation today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Relationship Radio. To reach Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles or their guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to info at upskillrelationships.com. Now back to Relationship Radio. You're back with Kim and Nicole on the Empowerment Channel on Voice America. We're talking today about how to create healthier relationships by being happier yourself. And before the break, Nicole, we were talking about why that's such a big deal. If you want to have good relationships, your happiness and your self-esteem are the most important thing that you work on. And it's not that's not logical to a lot of people that come to us because they're struggling with relationships. They think it's a communication problem. And they're kind of shocked when we explain to them that it's not that you don't know how to communicate. It's that you're so in fear that your life isn't good enough and you don't feel good enough that that makes you defensive and get offended more often. And that's why you can't communicate. It really comes down to a fear problem. Now, before we get into the those fears and how they show up, I, I just want to give people a checklist, right? If you're listening to this today and you're saying, you know what, this is me. I have unrealistic expectations. I'm scorekeeping in my relationship. I'm not exactly where I want things to be. There's a part of me that wants to be rescued or a part of me believes that that person was going to fulfill me. Go through that you know, that delusion checklist and actually take responsibility. No, my happiness is my, is, is my um, responsibility, right? And this person is going to only complement my life. And these are the things I need to do to be whole and happy and fulfilled. Once you go through those checklists, you're then taking responsibility. You're going to be accountable for, for those things in the, in the us and the we and the our in the relationship. And now we're going to give you how to fix that fear that's actually driving all of them. Okay, so we're going to run through four reasons that 
are really why you might not be happy. And recognizing why you're not happy could be critical in fixing it. So the first reason that I think is number one with almost all of us, the biggest reason we're not happy is because we're suffering from a huge fear that we might not be good enough. And that insecurity, that that deep, dark fear that I'm inadequate at the end of the day causes, I think, 90% of our unhappiness. Would you agree? It does because it drives the behavior where we're looking for fulfillment, that dizzying delusion. That's what it really is driving. It drives the neediness and the, the wanting someone else to fix it for us, and right? codependence. Now, oh, that's yeah. hard for some people to admit. But, you know, we all have a part of us that feels safer when we're loved by others, right? And that, that behavior is driven by this fear of failure that I'm not good enough. Now, we've done a whole show on this fear, Kim. And how to beat it. And how to beat it. So, if you haven't listened to that episode yet of Relationship Radio, uh, it's called Human Behavior 101. I want to say, yeah. yeah. Um, so, that might be one that you go, yeah, absolutely. I feel like I'm not enough. But when I feel like that person loves me and things are good in that relationship, because that's a barometer, right? And when things are good with us, I'm good myself. Well, that's not the way it's meant to be. No, you've got to be good with yourself all the time. So we teach you the trick to changing that fear of not being good enough. And Nicole, I believe every single person on the planet is suffering with this fear. There isn't anybody listening to the show that doesn't need to know how to beat that fear so that they can have confidence and peace about who they are and not be needy in their relationship for someone else to fix that. Now, the other disnified delusion we have is that, you know, my life doesn't look like that when I watch the movies. You mean my life is messy and, it, and uh, you know, I've got all these mistakes and problems. I, have you ever had that situation where you've woken up and gone, how did I get here? Like, really? My, how did, oh, that happens to me all the time. Me too. Me too. And you know, I'm 35 in a few days. And I I have had, been processing this for myself the last few months. Is to 35 is quite a milestone. I don't know why, but it feels like a milestone. And I didn't think I was going to end up here. And I'm not necessarily dissatisfied with it in a place of, goodness me, you know what I wish my life was. But there is a part of me that's questioning the decisions that have actually led me to this point, right? Now, Nicole, I remember a day I was speaking in front of an audience of about a thousand people. And I asked the question by raise of hand, I want you to raise your hand if your life has turned out exactly the way you expected it to. And we waited a minute in this huge auditorium to see if even a single hand went up. And there was not one in a room of a thousand people, yet we still think that ours should have gone the way we expected it to. I mean, we've got to get to the point we recognize it's not about filling our expectations. It's about whatever journey is going to teach you the most. So we have to drop that disnified delusion of our relationships, but also of ourselves, Kim. And to say, you know what, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be right now. I'm safe in that place and that I'm responsible for my happiness in every circumstance, because, and one of my favorite quotes is by one of my favorite authors is Dr. Joe Vitale. If it's in your life, it's not your problem, but it is your responsibility, right? It's not your fault. It's not your problem that it got there, but it is your responsibility. What are you going to do with it? Oh, I love that. Okay. So again, if you're experiencing this dissatisfaction or disappointment with your life, and it's just not fair and not right that my life looks like this, the answer to that is what we talked about in the last segment, 
choosing a mindset that says it is exactly the right journey for me. It's right where I'm supposed to be. And I often tell my clients, I think you're right on track. I think you're right where you're supposed to be. And they say, why would you think that? How could you even believe that? Well, the truth is you only have two options. You're either going to see yourself as off track or on track. And we can't prove it either way. So if you have to pick one, you'll have a lot better life if you choose to see yourself as right on track in your perfect classroom journey than you would if you choose to see yourself as off track and failing. Now, when you choose that, you don't just sit there dormant and go, okay, well, this is where I'm meant to be. You get busy there building a life you don't need a vacation from, building the happy ever after for yourself because Disney dreams can come true if we do the work. Right. If we do the work on us, if we take that accountability for our own happiness and fulfillment, we've also um, got another show, How to Be Happier. There's an episode there, um, you know, on, on West America. Red, you know, you can listen to that one too. There's lots of ways that you can be making conscious changes uh, to to make your life happy and more fulfilling. You can be responsible and create your own happy ever after. Now, the last one we got to fit in before we run out of time. There are some of us that are actually choosing to be unhappy. Subconsciously, we are choosing to be unhappy because there's benefits there. And maybe the complaining and the talking about how hard your life is and how miserable you are, it actually could be buying you some sympathy, love, and attention. Feeding attention. It is. It's, it's getting you attention. It has a payoff. It does. So we just want you to step back and make sure that that's not happening in your life that you aren't subconsciously getting a benefit from being miserable and and we have to tell you if you see that in your behavior you've got to understand that you may be getting attention but you're not going to be getting respect now there's some shapes that do that better than others rectangles squares rhombuses octagons ovals are more likely to be stuck in that kind of a victim mindset so if this is you it takes a a big pair of big girl panties to listen and to get accountability for that but maybe you're listening to this going yeah you know what that's something going into this new year i need to drop those stories i need to drop that victim and all the payoffs i'm receiving for that Yeah, which means you got to stop talking about all the things that are wrong and get in trust that the universe is for you and you're actually okay. You're good enough right where you are. You're right on track in your classroom. So there's no need for sympathy. There's, There's no reason to be pitied from other people. Go out and start creating a life, doing things that bring you joy, taking care of yourself creating a fulfilling life with activities that are fun, We laugh. in the second segment of this show 12 ways that you can get started to actually build this happy ever after, to get out of that place where you're actually actively building something better that you want to live in. Oh, uh, we hope everybody will just run with this. This is such a great show to be doing because New Year's Eve is this week, and we all do get a little bit empowered by this fresh start So I hope this will do that for our listeners today. Get them excited about creating that bucket list and really taking life by the horns and creating the life they love to live in. And this is probably an episode that I'm going to need to listen to myself throughout the year. You know, I mean, I have to keep myself in that, you know, top of mind mindset to go, you know what? I am the creator of my own destiny. I am the one who can be happy in this moment and truly fulfilled and that I can make my own Disney dream come true. We can. You may also want to follow our lead and do a vision board this week. We're going to go out and buy a, a 
bucket load of magazines and and create some amazing vision boards about what we want for 2018. Yeah, go out with lots of clear, focused um, intention. Well, we want to thank everybody for being with us today. This has been a fun show. And we will talk to you all in 2018. Have fun. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for being a part of Relationship Radio. We hope you've not only received some great ideas to improve the relationships in your life, but will join Master Coaches Nicole Cunningham and Kim Giles again next Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a wonderful week.